This recording is part of a series of teleclasses with Venerable Dahani Iwahu. Venerable Dahani participated as a guest facilitator in Reverend Jennifer Hadley's year-long Masterful Living course. For more details and information, please go to beautywayproductions.com. Already done. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. Again, I want to thank you for inviting me years ago to begin these calls. They have become an opportunity for many people to explore the teachings of wisdom and to see the root of truth in their own hearts. Today, we are considering the power of gentle water, the energy of the kidneys, the significance of springtime cleaning, and the seasonal dance of awareness. May these words inspire each person who hears them now and in the future to skillful activity, understanding that the water of wisdom rising from the earth nurtures our kidneys and enables the wisdom seed within us to grow and be expressed as skillful activity. Sweet waters, may they wash away any appearance of confusion. Sweet waters, may they reveal the natural lucid state of awareness. Springtime, time to clean, Time to remove the weeds from the garden. The garden is our mind. What do we clean? In that this is the time of the wood element, it is good to be attentive to our liver and particularly our emotions. Perhaps there are hidden emotions of anger, blame, shame, grief. Let these be transformed. How are they transformed? All things appear first in the mind. So we begin by imagining what we think is the source of our anger or discomfort, and we make peace with that person, and we establish clear pathways of right relationship. Rather than giving attention to what you think is wrong, We energize what it is we choose to accomplish. What is the ideal of relationship that one wants and what is beginning through the harmonizing of fire, earth, water, metal, sky within their own body. So, who is there to forgive? Well, someone we think who has trespassed against us or caused us harm. Why do we forgive them? Because not forgiving actually damages the liver and inhibits the flow of accomplishment in our own lives. How do we forgive? We see that they are ignorant, unaware, and we choose 
to be in association with those who have compassion. So how do you create the clear boundary? Here in Vermont, to keep the deer out, we actually create uh, wires around the garden that have sparkling pie pans or sparkling ribbons, which the deer find a distraction. So what are the sparkling lights that you want to energize in your own consciousness now? The first sparkling light is the recognition that you have the gift of the human body and choice, and that you choose to plant seeds of good relationship, plant seeds of accomplishment. On a physical level, you may begin a new exercise routine. You may also consider a new uh, a new study, something different that you would like to study. When you consider the dance of the directions, we see that the seasons also have a relationship with the directions. And so springtime is inviting and bringing down the wisdom of the sky, the energy of the sun, to nurture that which we aspire to. So physically, that we can allow the stagnation of the winter to fall away, deep breathing exercises, and uh, drinking the juice of dark green vegetables, and also an elimination diet where one decides to, on one day, eat uh, vegetables, protein, without wheat, uh, and even excluding rice and all grains except black rice or that would be a good one. And buckwheat is also a good one. So on one day eating protein with many deep, dark, green, and root vegetables to root one's aspirations in the now and support the body's pathways to accomplishing that wisdom. Then on the next day, only dark green vegetables and seeds uh, sunflower, walnut, and then the following day returning to additional protein, which can include uh, fatty fish like bluefish and also uh, pure meat eater, chicken, or lamb. So when we look at the whole picture, we take responsibility for our emotions and our body as a vehicle and understand the impact of our thoughts upon the body. The seasonal dance, the movement around the sun, the dance of the moon are also movements that are occurring within us. Mother wisdom, father skill, the child of accomplishment, these we can see as a relationship to the triple warmer and the protection of the heart. Why is the heart protected? Because within it is the song of all creation, all appearances, 
without beginning or end. And so how is the heart damaged? It is damaged through fear, doubt, uh, the wrong foods, the wrong elements, and most importantly, it is our thinking. So the cycle of the seasons, it has 72 days of building, uh, the spring, which began uh, in February, and in our area, spring begins later. Uh, so according to where you live, when the spring arises, this arising of the spring, like the waters that melt from the snow and bubble up as springs on the earth, is also the bubbling up of creative potential and the energy to nurture those thoughts which you choose to energize. And so there are 72 days of energizing a particular thought, and then in the cycle, 18 days where they are rooted and in unity with the earth, our sacred dance ground. So as we understand the relationship of our emotions with the cycle of the seasons, we also see the interaction of our emotions and thoughts with the well-being of our body. The ideal choice is perfect balance, equanimity. Whatever is the energy one received at birth, known as the conceptual energy, is something we received as we uh, collected the thoughts and the intentions of previous lives and aggregates that bring us into this moment. So the family we've chosen, the parents we've chosen, all for a reason. So no sense in complaining about the past. It is in this moment that one is the parent of the future. Understanding this, we consider carefully our relationship with the environment and we consider very carefully the power of speech. So dedicating a new exercise routine during the springtime and dedicating a new source of study, a new type of study in the springtime, 72 days of allowing it to germinate, 18 days thereafter, it germinates and it reaches the surface and begins to move towards the sun and harvest. So what do we do right now? In this moment, it is the beginning of the rest of your life. So what do you wish to accomplish in three days, three months, three years. And do you think there is something that is distracting you or something that is uh, disrupting the actualization of that vision? With your inner eye, examine your heart, 
Examine the movement of energy through your body. Breathe deeply. Allow the energy of the lungs gathering air to nurture and energize the seeds that you consider planting. Thoughts that are outgrown, they are pulled from the garden of your mind, replaced with the seeds of your intention to accomplish what is wisdom and life force enhancing. Sense the softening of the heart, almost like a drumskin vibrating subtly with the pulse of the earth and the sky. Consider those emotions that are calling to be purified. Where there is anger, there is now skillful method of right relationship. Where there has been doubt, there is the wisdom of particulars, seeing that your emotions impact the well-being of your body. And one way you can test this is to think about what is uh, joyful to you or those moments of accomplishment and take your blood pressure. And then think about those moments that you may have a residue of anger, doubt, resistance, and then again measure your blood pressure. So in this way, you see very clearly the interface of body and mind. So it is a step towards skillful accomplishment to know for sure that yes, my thought and speech do indeed impact the well-being of this body. So the sweet waters of the winter springs, they continue to bubble up as we move through the gentle winds of spring, nurturing the seeds of what we've chosen to accomplish. The sweet waters, the kidneys, and the bones, they are saying, this you have woven. This is the ground of your thought. And here is the continuous matrix of renewal. How is this done? Contemplate it. Consider how are you renewed? Good breath and good food. Good relationship. Are there other ways in which you are renewed? In a sense, the water is like a mirror. It carries messages. It reflects messages. May the water 
energy and the fertility that it nurtures. Also, we see that strengthening our bones, teeth, hear, and hearing. Without the healthy kidneys, without the movement of the water's flow, uh, one's body and mind may lack ease. So avoid excesses. Let us not be fearful. Where there has been the appearance of fear, let each one face that source of what is appearing as spiritual pain. Allow that pain to be forgiven. Allow that pain to open up like a bundle of information to reveal the wisdom potential within. When experience is avoided, when the sensation of discomfort is avoided, then the potential of the wisdom encoded is not seen. On the other side of the mirror, there is that awakened wisdom state. And so when we examine uh, the chatter of the mind, the sense of this or that is wrong, we look through it without attachment and we see, ah, there is a mirror behind this that reflects skillful methods of right relationship. So having the gift of the human body in the world at this time, there is a equivalence of our emotions and the energy meridians of our body with the, the sense of the larger universe. So the metal is a crystalline solid, strong bonds. It is also intelligence, and it is um, like wires through time and space connecting many realms. Sweet waters, we know, are solvent, and they are also nurturing. So when we apply the balm of forgiveness and energize the dance of purifying, the wisdom of the water is revealed as a clear, open mirror. The fire, like the gas plasma of lightning, is also akin to burning away to build and the lightning of inspiration earth the dance ground, living with solid material and beings of many realms. Beneath our feet live microbial beings within us, within the environment, myriad beings. And so we see the relationship of our emotions, our body-mind with the elements. Something unique in Native American and also in Tibetan view about health and balance. There is a consideration of a relationship with energy beings that can be good, not good, or neutral. Uh, these energy beings, they have uh, 
accumulated over time. You can say they are thought forms. You can say they are thought forms that are associated with particular places. And uh, they can be supportive or harmful. And so the wise person understanding that there are many types of beings existing with us when entering a new space makes the offering of cedar, sage, or incense, uh, saying, I am here, I am coming here, to understand, to live in harmony, and may any appearance of confusion be washed away. May any hungry thought forms receive this offering of smoke, and may they be satisfied and cause no harm. So why is this important in a modern world? How is it that something uh, that seems superstitious can have significance? Well, think about the tuning of the guitar and the piano. The emotions left on the battlefields that people visit in parts of the United States, battlefields of the Civil War, those energies still echo there because the land holds those cries that have not been transformed into uh, skillful action, transforming aggression so that the energy of war does not arise. So those echoes still can cause harm. So what is a ghost? Uh, a ghost is an illusion arising with the belief that it is real from the unintegrated and uh, ignorant harmful thought form behavior of human beings. And there are also conscious beings within the trees and the mountains who are to be treated with respect. How can it be that a mountain has consciousness? Mountains sing and vibrate. Ley lines rise up through them just as energy meridians flow through our own bodies. And the energy of the mountains sing to the sun and the stars and receive and draw energy that are dispersed through the earth, nurturing health and balance in the environment and also within the hearts of the people who understand this dynamic dance. So the cosmic relationship is as important as the relationship with our families. How can there be a separation of the cosmic from every day when in truth the song of the sun and the pulse of our galaxy is the basis of our own physical form and the well-being of our body when it's harmonic resonance of the cranial sacral pulse is harmonizing with the pulse beat of the earth and sky. So this human body 
it is also like a antenna. And when our attention is locked on the past, we may not notice what is occurring right now. Being observant of this moment, one sees the present, future, and past as intertwined. So in the moment of generating the thought form that, yes, I shall learn these new things, I shall enter the pathway of my heart, I shall take a painting, whatever is the intention. When we have this intention, and it is also dedicated to uncovering that wisdom and joy within ourselves and others, then it is something wonderful. So again, I ask you to contemplate the seeds you wish to manifest Consider that in 90 days, you will have a harvest of the thoughts planted now. What do you wish to accomplish in terms of your spiritual wisdom, physical health, personal relationships, business relationships, economic accomplishment, and spiritual legacy. Just think of that for a moment. Spiritual legacy, what does it mean? It means what echoes you leave in the air, what benefit you have left, what tracks through the forest you've made that others may reach a place of understanding and skill. So here, a period of growth a generation stage, abundance, and vitality, supported by the bubbling springs of winter snowmelt, conditioned by our view and thought. So how are the eyes cleared? How are the eyes cleansed that one may see Beyond the ordinary, what is ordinary? It is accepting uh, what others have stated as fact without examination. Better to look and examine one's own heart is clear. What is there to examine? Setting a goal, 
a goal to express the beauty of this human body, the wisdom of the moment, energizing the interrelationship of joy and wisdom, energizing the wisdom of what is. So when we think of the cycles and the creative cycles, there is also the energy of family. So when the energy of the winter-spring supports the energy of the growing tree, we say this is a mother-son energy. When there is the energy of the interacting, the interaction, say, of metal and earth, then we can see this as a grandmother and grandson relationship. So the mother is the main energy cycle, and it is supported by its child, that which grows from it. So the generation is we understand wood feeds fire, fire creates earth, and earth bears metal, and metal enriches water. Again, we see the reflection of the open sky, and we also understand from this generation stage the importance of proper minerals in our food, to have the right minerals as we move through time and space. So many seeking to avoid the harmful constituents of chlorine, chloramine, fluoride in the water may drink distilled water. And it is not so good idea. Better to have water that arises from the earth with full minerals and natural pH. And if not possible, then finding the system that uh, nurtures the transference of minerals from the earth to one's own body. So what does our thought in this time beget in the future? In this moment, when we have appreciation and we dedicate our action, then we are begetting, giving birth to, during the harvest time, of those ideals which in the moment are seeds, those commitments we choose to explore. Balance. Equipose is the perfect balance of mother wisdom, father skill, and the child of skillful action. And to manifest this in our lives, it calls for proper nutrition and, most importantly, balance of our emotions. 
So as we think of the harvest, let us also take note of those moments when we may jump out of our seat. Among the Cherokee, there is a, a view that when you leave your seat, you've lost your place and you may be confused. So your seat is being present in the moment to not be overly excited by what appears outside and to not be overly uh, inward, attentive to inner without recognition of the ongoing dance and conversation of in and out. So what appears inside of us is also outside, and we see the world through the view of our uh, collected understanding. And this collected understanding can cloud the eyes until we see that what we have believed is not fixed, it is changing. What is true is that to be loving and kind and not cause harm does indeed make benefit and balance within the body-mind. Um, so there is also the energy of overcoming. What is there to overcome? Uh, to overcome the erosion of the natural wisdom state. And so the wood element of the trees prevents the erosion of the sacred garden in which the seeds of skillful action are planted. And so uh, puddles of water, dams may be created so that the water flows where it is needed. Water extinguishes fire when there is uh, excess of anger, excess of emotion. Then we may overcome that excess with the sweet waters of remembrance and forgiveness. And fire melts metal. Attachment, uh, stiffness is softened with the fires of transmutation expressed as compassion. And then the axe cuts the wood. And in a sense, we say this is the father action cycle, uh, which restrains what may be uh, in need of restraining. So when you think of the springtime, the emotions of anger, confusion, uncertainty are to be uh, restrained and transformed. If one is fixed in their view, then the fires of transmutation are certainly called for. Springtime, birth, new beginnings, 72 days of planting, nurturing, 18 days supported in the earth, 
growing entities, trees, the human body, all of us relate to this cycle. So now it's spring cleaning. Spring cleaning, body-mind, supports the body's cleansing through the water and lemon, the tart and pungent sweeps away adhesions of the mind, and also vinegar, it can support the health of the liver. So in the morning, just as we awaken and give thanks, the water that we first drink, let it be infused with the juice of half a lemon or tablespoon of pure apple cider vinegar, and in this way, the potential of skillful activity, health, and accomplishment uh, as an energy flow f supported by the liver is energized and your health is vitalized. Nuts, they are good. particularly the walnut and the sunflower seed. Why? Because they're pure life essence, and that pure life essence supports the seeds that you are planting and also the wisdom energy and the health of your body. So now is a time for a new exercise program where you're getting bored with what you have done, well, now begin with something new. So here we are to summarize. Pacify any appearance of aggression through forgiveness. Purify the heart, mind, and speech with the energy of compassion for self and others. Organize that which you wish to accomplish and energize the skillful speech that will bring about your goal. Paying attention to the ideal, not what you think is a limit. Energize that which you aspire to and nurture it with the sweet waters of forgiveness and the clear intention of the wind that sweeps away illusion. The wood element is a building element, and it is uh, nurtured by the planet Jupiter, the great teacher, and also the great teacher within us. So during this season, we have an opportunity through walks in the forest and deep conversations with our colleagues, friends, and lovers. We have the opportunity to, to speak and share what we've learned and the wisdom of our hearts. Be bold. Do something new. Energize new projects. How wonderful. The general, it is the leader of the organ systems 
saying, let's get together, let us step out and accomplish for the benefit of all of our relatives. And the purifying diet, I will also review. The purifying diet is run the first day. You begin the day with uh, apple, cider, and which has been uh, sprouted sunflower seeds and ground together. Then that is a protein day, deep dark vegetables, root vegetables, fatty fish and or chicken or lamb. And the next day, excluding the animal or protein, just having the green vegetables, root vegetables, and seeds. And this alternates, can be seven days on, three days off, seven days on. So we're coming to the conclusion of our time together. And I will leave you with much food for thought and also an opportunity for questions. So may these uh, words of exploration reveal skillful methods for you that you understand the interrelationship of body, mind, and environment and energize the natural equilibrium of compassion, joy, and skill, seeing all beings as our relatives in the dance. Wado. Thank you, Venerable. What a rich, diverse teaching. Thank you so much. And for those of you who have questions, star two to raise your hand on your keypad if you're on the phone. And you can always type in a question as well. One of the questions that came up for me as you were talking, Venerable, is you talked about the value of facing things that are unpleasant or difficult. And I wonder if you could give us some guidance on how to find the courage when we feel discouraged from uh, looking at or examining things that we've put off or seem very difficult emotionally. Yes. When feeling discouraged by seen or unseen emotions, it is good to consider that hidden within that discouragement is a trampoline, an energy that reveals its own answers. So discouragement means, oh, I tried it, it doesn't work. Discouragement means, oh, uh, I've done these things and have not had the results I want. These are some expressions of discouragement. And so rather than looking at what didn't work, think on those moments of what has worked and what is working. Um, 
Today I spoke with someone who is very, very accomplished, and uh, she was feeling discouraged. And I reminded her of her accomplishment, and she felt, well, that does not solve the issue of my emotional conundrum. I said, no, it does not appear to solve the issue of your emotional conundrum. And the energy of accomplishment can be the buff, the buffing cloth to clear the mirror of the usual reaction to situations arising. Time to make a change. So when the people are exploring on the path, and they reach a moment of discouragement, then the method of exploration is called to change. So say someone has been looking at how, how can I get over the suffering of childhood? Uh, so they've examined, they've analyzed, they've made peace. So the next remedy is physical movements like um, dance, tai chi, qigong, where there is no thought, there is just a relationship of motion and energy within to restore balance and equanimity. So discouragement, let it be a trampoline leading you to a deeper method of exploration. Nothing is wasted, nothing is lost. Blame is uh, someone else's thought. Learning is your natural state. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's very helpful. Again, if you have a question, star two to raise your hand on your Skype or on the phone. And those who have questions can also type in a question for Venerable. And Liz has written in, she says, is my heart's desire and what I want to accomplish God's heart's desire for me? Is the desire in my heart there because God placed it there? Wow, the desire in our heart is there because we have the opportunity to explore. The desire in our heart is what we've chosen to receive from the bountiful basket that is offered to us through the loving kindness of God, through the expressive energy of the universe, through that which is un. So the desire one has in the heart is a potential to explore how wonderful that is. And it's your choice how you explore it. There is greater energy when the exploration is in harmony with your life purpose and your reason 
for wearing this human body. Sometimes we think it is God's fault that this or that has occurred or not occurred. And in truth, we've been given everything we need to accomplish what we choose to, as long as it is in harmony with our life purpose and that it is supportive of joy, wisdom, and skill. So does, did God give people the energy to make the javelin to hunt the food? Um, intelligence was given in there because it is part of this great exploration of consciousness. And through the experience of those ancient hunters, they fabricated the javelin. And from the, uh, they may call it an atal, which has a, th it's a throwing stick. Then from that uh, experience of gathering food to nurture, then arose a experience of fighting others over what was perceived a limitation. And uh, thus we see a circle of suffering and the family of humanity uh, still circling around concepts of limitation when in cooperation we may manifest and accomplish much. Is clear? Yes. Very clear. Thank you so much. And uh, Sarah had written in a question about the remembering of the wisdom seed and the forgetting. So uh, the question is, I know about karma and all that, but still, what is the purpose of coming to a world of forgetfulness for the purpose to remember that we are God in action? If I'll remember that anyway, when I die and go back to the dimension I came from. What can um, I learn in... Okay. What we learn in this moment is that the awakened state or the God state is not separate from the ordinary state. That's a great opportunity. And the idea that we will know more when we die, um, that is inhibiting the joy of life. In this moment, we have access to all the grace that is expressed in our lives. And so, why wait? And the appearance of forgetfulness, it is the attention on the world 
and the attention on the world also reveals the threads of communion that unite every being. So this infinite being, this infinite state of awakened wisdom potential, it is uh, not far away and we learn to to see it and know that it is uh, ordinary. Um, so why do people forget? Because we begin to believe that uh, our self is real, our emotions are real. We think they are fixed too often when in truth they are energy potentials ever in change. And so uh, to see the potential and its uh, awakened skillful state is the dance of the human body. So no need to forget. It is not forgotten. It's within us. And as we let the uh, concepts of I, them, and us, and the, the pleasures of the senses reveal the energy behind and within, then we see, ah, life is indeed wonderful, and it is happening right now. The heaven we want is created within and in our circles of communication. I uh, once met a woman. She uh, lived, this was many years ago, she lived in upstate New York, and she uh, lived very simply. She and her retired husband, and uh, she had a garden, and she did lots of canning of things from her garden. And uh, she would say rather extraordinary things, and, and I just held um, a judgment. Oh, she has these experiences. How wonderful. And then one day I was meditating, and I had this experience of her in another dimension or world where the people there had made a statue of her because of uh, something she had done there. And so when I saw her again, she told me about that, and I just, ah. So this person living simply has been an avatar, a beneficial being to uh, beings in another realm. She brought them some seeds and something to grow and feed their people. And so how do we look at each other? The, that simple woman had a, a, a very expansive wisdom and understood uh, through her gardening that she was connected with myriad realms. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whoever you are, there is the opportunity to soften the grasping at uh, what we think we know and to 
see in our life experience the skillful action. So, for example, um, I'll go through this quickly. So, related to the liver, it can be the ignorance of jealousy and grasping, or it can be the wisdom of skillful activity. The water can be um, stagnation, lethargy, or it can be nurturing the wisdom seeds and reflecting the openness of the sky. The earth herself is sacred dance ground. She may rock and roll and seem unstable, and she also has hidden within uh, gems of wisdom, as we have wisdom within us. And uh, fire, it is the energy that can destroy, or it can build like the fire of the small intestines. Energy building, the fire of the spleen, energy breaking down. And all of this is spiraling, dancing through space, the space of our natural state. So wherever we are, whatever we're doing, we are not separated from that, whether we call it God, mind, mystery, potential, it is energy that we are all part of, and it's for us to choose, to open our eyes, to clarify the vision through unlocking uh, our attachment to see revealed things as they are. Is clear? Yes, and beautiful. Thank you. Uh, a follow-up question from Sarah. What what can we learn in this third-dimensional experience that we can't learn anywhere else? Um, taste, warmth, sensation, um, and compassion. Hmm. It is said that Earth is a learning ground. It is a great experiment. And uh, we have the gift of choice. And that gift of choice is uh, an opportunity. And uh, it is a creative gateway. Someday mm. I want to tell you about different worlds I've visited. <laughs> yes, let's have a class on that. <laughs> In some of these worlds, people through the unity of their hearts and minds, they manifest in a flash whatever is required. So some create with their minds buildings, others gardens, all that is called for and that would sustain their body, mind, and world is a cooperative action, and they know it. Mm. Here, people are not so sure, although many are now awakening to that truth. Mm. Yes. <laughs> 
We have a question from Antoinette. She writes, thank you for your wisdom. How do I clear out energy from clients that are not beneficial? How do I set boundaries at not to take their energy in? Smudging, crystals, or does the Taurus ring help? Yes, the healing practitioner has different ways of working. Uh, the wisest way is to see the appearance of illusion as just that an appearance and to have in the uh, space, the workspace, to have a clear bowl of water that is emptied after each client leaves and the room in the beginning of the day is smudged and inviting the healing protectors of all those who visit to be present and to also have a bowl of salt to carry away the excess that may be stored in the client's body and a fire or a candle burning that transmutes that which is uh, revealed for transformation. The, so pain is energy wishing to uh, express its message. So the healing practitioner in establishing clear boundaries uh, states very carefully that the client has a part to play that indeed you will uh, assist them in their healing journey and it is their own journey. Uh, that is first step, that it is uh, not done for or done to. It is a, a facilitation of that person's intention to be well and to have ease. Then there is the uh, stability of technique and in one's own uh, body to keep the circled breath moving and the awareness of the rainbow torus rings of myriad realms uh, supporting the healing practitioner. And the, the client receives through the awakening of or softening of their own heart the nurturing energies that uh, support the unnodding uh, of conversations that wish to be heard. Uh, so the healing practitioner, uh, it's good to wear certain colors and to have clothing that is only for that healing work. So some have found that the color white or green is very supportive in their healing activity. Uh, in that one is energizing by force energy, the green, and the white is reflective uh, so that whatever appears to arise as a mental, physical projection of unease is reflected uh, back for transformation. Uh, so having clothing that's only worn for the heating work and uh, before entering one's personal space at the end of the day to remove that clothing and to shower and smudge and at the end of the day to smudge the office. So 
beginning, the shrine that has water, salt, removing excess water, solvent, washing away, fire energizing the revelation that is uh, to be revealed, uh, stating clearly that one is a facilitator, that the client sees and energizes their healing potential, and uh, even to give short lesson about the interface of uh, particular emotions or thought forms in different parts of the body. And also in the uh, shrine room, in the healing room, to have uh, amethyst crystals which transmute and to have a, a sacred space of the healing room and also the healing table so that uh, you can place crystals beneath it and they are washed off at the end of the day. And to know that your natural state, the client's natural state is luminosity and that together you are untying the knots of dissonance that the joyful wisdom is revealed. I probably said more than you wanted to hear. <laughs> oh, no, that was wonderful. Thank you so much. Very, very helpful. And uh, we have a question from Mary. She writes, if one desires a complete paradigm shift, a 180-degree turn, so to speak, in a particular area of one's life, what energetically does that require? She says, daily I experience a pull that feels like an energy to keep me in my present experience. I think the first step to stepping out of old view is to uh, go somewhere different and to do something differently. So if you awoke every day uh, and did a certain activity at the same time, to go away and awaken much earlier and to begin the day with another type of activity, perhaps a brisk walk, that is one way to support um, breaking free of uh, habit. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. So we have some time left. A reminder to everyone, star two, if you'd like to raise your hand and ask a question, or you can type in a question. You spoke of distractions, and I wonder, how does someone discern whether or not something is simply a pleasure, it's enjoyable, a hobby, or it's become a distraction, or any kind of thing in their, our life? How do we identify that it's become a distraction? A distraction can be identified easily as that which um, inhibits what you set out to do. So if you've uh, said you are going to 
practice a new song or uh, do a certain activity and then you're doing something else, that something else is a distraction. Hmm. Very helpful. Star two to raise your hand if you have a question. People have written in to say thank you for your responses. This exploration of um, the body meridians, the ley lines, and consciousness uh, inspires me greatly. And so I decided for the July gathering that I will go into this with more detail. Each day will mm. be a particular season and the elements related to that and also a corollary with particular crystals. So I wish to uh, give people the skills to examine the energy movements within their own body-mind and also uh, to make more clear their vision and skill in working with clients. Wonderful. So. I'd love to give people a reminder that Venerable is doing a four-day teaching in July over the 4th of July weekend in Vermont at the Sunray Peace Village. And details are coming forth. If you're on the mailing list, you'll receive them. Uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to go and be in person with Venerable, to go deeply into the teachings. It's one of the most, it's the most healing thing I, I do all year. I encourage people to come and join. I will be there. I love to camp at the Peace Village, and there are also many, many, many lovely bed and breakfasts and many different housing arrangements that people can make and, and have an extended stay. I plan to go for a couple of weeks myself as I love camping there so much. So I'm inviting people to take a look and consider joining Venerable that weekend, that uh, 4th of July weekend, July 1st through 4th in Vermont. Yes, and also I'm uh, initiating a new mentoring program. And this new mentoring program is uh, tuned to the particular exploration of the a participant, and I will accept only 12 people into the program, and uh, its new, it, its launch will be in the autumn. And uh, for those who would like to participate in this program, which will have uh, twice monthly personal conversations with me and a course of action and activity. Um, planning, uh, it will be uh, available to a few people, and I'm asking that they uh, email um, uh, 
Beauty Way Productions with their query, and I, uh, and to say what they're looking to accomplish, and I have a questionnaire that I will make available shortly for people. So for those who do the early sign-up, they will uh, be able to come um, uh, for an extra day of teachings um, nice. during this July. And uh, by signing up for the full program, which begins in the autumn, uh, we'll have a a wonderful and deep exploration and dance through the seasons and the refinement of those skill sets that are being called to expression in the individual's life. So it's something new for me because I began working with very large groups and I refined it to those who would be teachers, and I am now working with certain individuals who already have a high level of accomplishment and uh, want to deepen and uh, reveal what's next in their lives. What a wonderful opportunity. I certainly look forward to hearing more about that and being able to share that. Thank you. You're welcome. So we're we're almost at time here and I would like to um uh Oh, there's one more question from Fraser here. How wonderful. Uh, <laughs> yes. And he writes, is there a connection of the amethyst crystal with Mars energy? I have felt quite challenged when around amethyst and yet would like to do healing work for which you recommend amethyst. Amethyst is the energy of transmutation. And so it does have a very strong energy. Um, it is known as the stone that dispels drunkenness. So its process of energy movement is quite uh, quick, and purple being shorter rays, higher energy. So as um, another crystal that supports in the Hedingberg, uh, in a similar way, is rose quartz. And it moves uh, more slowly, more through the heart, whereas the amethyst appears to uh, impact the parasympathetic system. So when amethyst is uh, distressful, there is the sweet medicine of rose quartz that may be applied. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So I would like to, we're at our time here, and I would like to offer the long life prayer. Thank you. May all beings in this and all worlds benefit from our thought, our exploration, our time together today. Wado.
Wadow. Emanation of rainbow light, Dharma wisdom, three fires bright, guide upon the beauty road, calling all to see, crystal reflection, boundless compassion, caller of four winds, wise grandparents, seven sisters. May your mission be accomplished. May we assist you in the light. May you receive many blessings and live a long, good life. We thank you, Dahani Oahu, gift to the people, great mystery, great lady of the Buddha families, who holds the secret Vajrayana in the lotus grove of the teachings of the practice lineage. You are the glory of the Buddha's teachings and of sentient beings. Blessed of the Vajra Dakini, may your life, Dahani Oahu, ever remain firm and long. How wonderful. Our natural state is luminosity. We are continuously conferring. How wonderful. See you in the light. See you in the light. <laughs> 